The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light him up, light him up, light him up. This is the Cigar Authority. August 1st, 2020, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. And today, the number one question asked in cigar shops across America is... Can I use your cutter? What's new? What's new or coming out for new cigars? This is the time of year that new brands, sizes, and lines are announced and that they come out. We have the master list, and we're going to go share that with you and talk all about it today on the Cigar Authority. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Can you spell some of them for us? No. Damn it. I love the spelling. I will. I probably will get to them, but I'm going to let you guys do a lot of them uh, (laughs) so that I don't get caught up too much. In the spelling game. And the even pronunciation of some of these things. Mm. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Rebellious, R-E-B-E-L-L-I-O-U-S, rebellious. <laughs> you got it. Huh? Yeah. Uh, what's the first cigar, Barry, we're going to smoke today? All right, today's first cigar is the Henry Clay Warhawk Rebellious, and it's made by Altatus USA. The size that we're smoking is a 6x52, and it features a vintage 2016 Nicaraguan Habano wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and fillers. Single cigar will set you back $9.79, while a box of 20 is $172.99, which comes out to $8.65 per single, and it's a savings of $23, or 12% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com, and these will be back in stock on Monday. Uh, they say on the Footband Limited Edition. Yes. This is not a ongoing thing, or no? I think it's a thousand or twelve hundred boxes. Oh, and we got a little in, gone. Yep, gone got in a little a day, more. Ordered in. a little bit more. It was supposed to be here yesterday, but UPS is all screwy, uh, so it was delayed by a day. They don't deliver on weekends for retail, so it'll so, be here so on Monday. Monday. If, so if somebody's looking, they go on the site and click it, or can they do um, notify me? Yep, okay. if you go, it's on the page. You look up the Henry Clay Warhawk LE. And uh, you can click notify me, and as soon as we activate them into the inventory, you'll get an email saying they're available. All right. And uh, when they're gone, they're gone, and that's the end of them. Uh, But we're going to talk about new cigars. This is a new cigar, uh, but a limited release. But what I see that happens with them is they end up having a limited release. Does it work? Does it not work? It does Mm -hmm. really good. People want it, and then later on, it becomes a regular release. Maybe we'll see what that's what that happens with this. Um, there's a reason why it sold out so well, and we bought it again, is because they liked it. 
So let's see if we like it. Have you smoked this yet, Ben? Yes, I have. You I, have. Okay. I reviewed it on CigarAuthority.com a week and a half ago. Okay. Hmm. I have not. You have not. I have not. I have not. No. Uh, so this is going to be our first time. I'll tell you, it's a beautiful wrapper. You said a Nicaraguan Habano. Yep. It's a vintage 2016. So there's a... Doesn't really seem vintage 2016, right? It's so recent. Yeah, yeah. We're used to like vintage 1992, right. but it's a it's a older wrapper and a lot of oils on it. Yeah, maybe that was a good crop that year or mm-hmm. whatever happened. It does look beautiful. It's it's toothy and oily and uh, beautiful, beautiful wrapper on it. So let's give it a cut and light. See what it's all about. It's time to cut a cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. We need to give Pam a microphone for the, the clicking of her cutter, because she does it with us yeah. every week. But uh, If Ed off, off camera I mean, makes she can his... Just, as long as she doesn't catch the whiskers or anything, yeah. she could use my mic. But it's there. It, it, it's there, and it's good for the audience. The cold drawer, have you ever had black pepper pie? Have what? Ever had pumpkin pie? I did. But you get rid of the pumpkin and you're left with just the crust. That's what I get. And I'm getting uh, black pepper and honeycomb. Right honeycomb out of the, cereal? No, no, no. Right out, of the, right out of the hive. Once you've harvested it, it has a certain aroma to it. Have you ever done that? I've sniffed the waxy buildup left over after a harvest. Do you have a beekeeper's outfit? I do have a beekeeper's <laughs> outfit. <laughs> you know, these, not that it's any of your goddamn business. These crazy um, food analogies or food things right. we pick up on this, as crazy as it is and as crazy as I always tasted them and people made fun of me, there's a book coming out and a whole thing on this. And we'll, we'll get into a whole show and bring on the author on when it ends up happening. But I let... Mr. Jonathan read a, a couple of um, chapters of this. Yeah. Amazing, right? Fascinating. This really is going to be good. this is really? going to be over the top flavor notes, crazy. Huh. And how to do it and it made as I read it, it made me feel like okay, this isn't as ridiculous as it sounds. You feel vindicated. Yeah. D- don't didn't you? Oh, Say, oh my for god, sure. I got it. For sure. We're going to light our cigar today with a new lighter. This no. is the Drone by Vertigo. This is a two-jet lighter featuring... I don't want to mess this up. This is double action. There's two actions that happen. I think that's correct. So you push the igniter button down. The lid pops open. Two jets come alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you have easy adjustment and a flip-out bullet punch. In addition to that... You have a fuel window so you can see how much fuel you have in your lighter, all for the low price of $19.99, and that is the drone by Vertigo. So I'm going to tell you this lighter. Welcome back, Barry. You gave me a lighter that doesn't have any gas in it. Oh, really? <laughs> so let me tell you about this lighter. Of When you when you flick it, and I, if anybody doesn't know, I'm deaf in my right ear. Turns out I, I met with the people, and I'm deaf. Doesn't it seem a quieter lighter, Barry? You listening mm-hmm. to it? Yeah, if quiet. you don't hear it in the mic, it's mm. it's. Let me see your lighter so I can fix it because it's just probably. Well, if there's nothing in the window, so could be schmuckus. Well, I always have a backup lighter. 
You don't have a lighter on you? Uh, no, I left it in the car. All right, so there you go. Here's my backup. Right well, you know you. what? I do have a lighter. Okay. There, but it's, lighter's fixed. It was just turned out. All right, give me my backup. <laughs> so I always have the extra Vertigo lighter, the Cyclone, in the pocket for emergencies. So that's something that to note for listeners. Uh, the only fix on Barry's lighter was turning up the fuel. When you first put, and you bleed out the lighter properly, and you ghost it, and you first put the butane in, the butane is cold. And there's some additional pressure built up in the lighter. So the flame is going to work sometimes sporadically on a metal body lighter. And then sometimes it'll be a little high. So you turn it down and the lighter gets back to room temperature and you don't have enough pressure anymore. You've got to turn it back up. Because so, you knew you filled these up. I the top. let them and filled them. So they were now, perfect. Jonathan, what if I tenderly warmed it with my hands? That would help? That put, would put in your pocket. Like I, in, I usually put it by my balls. Yeah. <laughs> Gary's back. <laughs> you haven't noticed, he's back. Okay, uh, first thing I want to start off with um, is uh, what what's new is the biggest asked question that happens in the cigar industry. It always was. Uh, it's what, even when somebody comes out with a new product in there, we're talking about the future to them. We're smoking a new cigar, and they say, what, up, what do you got coming out after that? It's, it's just the weirdest thing that ends up happening, where it should be, and it will be, um, in about 40 days, actually 39 days from now, it's all going to change. It's going to be what's good. Yeah. Not what's new, what's good. Um, it's going to happen because of FDA. We're 39 days away. So I want to do a little public service announcement to people in the cigar industry, retailers, manufacturers, even the consumer to listen to this, it's really important. A public service announcement to the cigar industry. Cigar manufacturers are required to file substantial equivalents or grandfathered in status by the deadline of Wednesday, September 9th, 2020. That's 39 days from today for their cigars to stay on the shelves. If a manufacturer fails to file on time, those cigars must be removed from sale in the United States and will not be able to be sold. Retailers with remaining inventory should work with the product manufacturer or supplier to discuss options for disposing of those products. Failure to comply will result in FDA taking regulatory action, including, but not limited to, civil money penalties, seizures, or injunction. Let's have a little overview of substantial equivalent so you understand what that is. A substantial equivalent report can be submitted by any manufacturer for any new cigar seeking FDA substantial equivalence order under the Food and Drug Administration and Cosmetic Act. A substantial equivalent cigar is one that has been found by the FDA to have either the same characteristics as a predicate product, predicated product, which is a grandfathered product before 2007, or has a different characteristics than the predicate product, but substantial equivalent report demonstrates that the new product does not raise different questions about public health. A predicate product is one that was commercially marketed in the United States as of February 15, 2007. So anything that came out after February 15, 2007 is not predicated product. 
you have to find that your cigar is substantially equivalent to another product that's there, and you have to file for that. Whether you believe it or not, the, f- the paperwork has to be in. That deadline is in 39 days. The FDA has already ordered retailers to stop selling 13 tobacco products as of July 17th, 2020, a couple of weeks ago. Some include flavored cigarettes, camel stick mints, Viceroy Flex, camel strip mint, Camel Orbit's Mint, Flavored Chewing Tobacco, Skull Mint Stick, Skull Rich Tobacco, Skull Mint Tobacco Stick, Skull Original Tobacco Stick, and some cigarettes, including Union Flavored 100 Box, Union Gold, Union Platinum, Union Menthol, and Union Menthol Gold. No cigars have yet been ordered to be taken off the shelves, but in the past 18 months, there's been 13 approved cigar products as new cigars. So it was something that did not make substantial equivalent, but approved by the FDA of a new product coming in, hitting substantial equivalence, and being allowed in. 13 of them. All of them, coincidentally, have black and mild as the first three words. Getting the F out of here. Black and mild by Altria, the parent company of Philip Morris. 13 cigar brands approved. Every one of them is a black and mild. Listen to me, what I'm saying to you, so you understand what's going on, and you can see this. Dirty pool is what's going on. Yeah. Is anybody surprised? Because I'm certainly not surprised. Again, the deadline is Wednesday, September 9, 2020. 39 days from today, everything will change. We hoped and prayed that this day would not come. It is 39 days away. It is happening. Manufacturers, listen to me. Get that paperwork in. It's time-consuming. It's not a hard thing to do. It's just time-consuming work that has to be done. It has to be done and completed in 39 days. In 40 days, you are effed. You're in big trouble at that point. And we, the, yep. stack is, uh, the deck is stacked against us. Oh, a well, a well-known trademark lawyer to the cigar industry based in Florida Relate to me a story about how a cigarette company took a pre-existing brand that's been on the market for 40 years, changed the packaging, put the same exact cigarettes in the new packaging, and the FDA declined it, saying it wasn't substantially equivalent when it was the same exact yeah. thing. So the deck is stacked against oh, us. Oh, yeah. It, we're talking some serious money, and the cigar industry doesn't have that serious money. Altria does. They're a cigarette company with a cigar brand, Black and Mild. 13 out of 13. There's, by the way, there's tens of thousands already submitted. 13 of them made it. Is this a coincidence? <laughs> no way. It's, it's like when, oh, how many times going to Washington, D.C. and going up there and fighting and everything, and you see the people from Altria come out with briefcases and stuff, and I go, what the hell are we doing? We got no shot here. They are the calling the shots, case. and they always have. They have since 1960. It's no change. See, now you've pissed Pam off. Look at her. She's over there angry. Yeah. Sorry about that. But uh, I, I got to let the little cigar manufacturer that's sitting on the sidelines and saying, we'll be okay. You will not be okay. You must do what this is. It's time-consuming, and if, if it's not going to be time-consuming, it's going to be very expensive for you because you're going to have lawyers doing it. But you can do it yourself because we did it ourselves. Uh, you can do it yourself too. I got lots of information from lawyers and things and stuff, but I got some of my own brands and some of them are grandfathered in. That work has to be done. And some of them, um, 
need substantial equivalence, and that had work had to be done. Did I get approved for anything? No. But the work has been done, so that it can stay on the shelves until the next deadline comes of, of what the problem is. And these deadlines are already drawn in the sand, and we think we can change those deadline dates. FDA, each time that it was tried to be changed, said, I can't change the date. We're not allowed by Congress to change those dates. Mm -hmm. We cannot do it. We want to because COVID-19 and this and this, but uh, short of, of uh, Congress, and they got kind of a lot on their plate, and they didn't go to work this week. They, they're, they're off again, right? Mm -hmm. They got 39 days to end up making changes, guys. If you waited till the last minute, this is the last minute. It's 39 days. So that being said, let's move on. What's new and why I wanted to say that while what's new is because when we get to this next year, it's kind of not going to be anything. Well, it's already about. smaller. I think last, yeah. the last couple of years, it was five pages worth of stuff, if not more. And yeah, we're, e we're able to divide this amongst our panel. So yeah. So let's start with it, with uh, despite new cigars coming out, we have them here. Barry, we're going to start with you and uh, give you a report here of what you got. Sure. We'll start with the Aladino Cameroon, which has already hit the shelves. It's new for 2020. Features a Cameroon wrapper grown in Honduras, and it's uh, selling extremely well, at least here at Two Guys. Yeah, it it's, is. It uh, is. And, um, you know, it, it, it's interesting what companies are doing right now, which is they're growing other tobacco. They're Cameroon African tobacco, they're growing in Honduras. Um, you know, they, they've been doing Cuban seed grown in other places for years and years, but now you're starting to see all these other things being tried out. And uh, if Aladino is any um, barometer of what's going on, uh, Cameroon from Honduras is selling and reselling, right? People yeah. are buying buying it over and over. Yeah. Yeah. We've yeah. had uh, multiple reorders on it already. Uh, Aladino Vintage is out. It features a Habano wrapper, and it's currently in a one size only, and that's a Rothschild uh, with another size planned next year. I hear that, yeah. And, uh, you know, 619, small cigar, 50-count box, 269.99 for a box of 50. It's, yeah, it's a no-brainer. Cigar. It's, good. it's a good, yeah. good cigar. I got two boxes. And uh, when Husto was up here, he mentioned that they were going to rebrand or, or tweak or change or do something with the Rancho Luna line. Uh, nothing's really come out on yeah, that. Yeah, they didn't put a press release, but he said it. Yeah. He said it, so we wrote it down, and we, we have that information. But that was something they were going to show at our trade show that didn't happen, mm. so we don't get to see it. We will see him. He's coming up for our anniversary party in September, which is just a month away. And um, we'll see what he has. If, if I know him, we'll be uh, tasting some samples of it. And CLE, it's a year of it's a year of an anniversary for them. So you have the CLE 25th year, uh, which celebrates Christian's 25 years in business. Uh, it's supposed to be out in September. Um, Dave, I believe you smoked one, and you have I it did. listed as uh, very full. Very full. And uh, mm. it's going to have a 15 to $18 price range. And uh, Asylum is celebrating their eighth anniversary, eighth anniversary, so they'll be coming out with the Asylum 8, which is also due out in September. Now, the yeah. CLE 25 year, that's a little bit of a departure. Christian is, doesn't have much in his portfolio that you would say is very full. His this, stuff tends to top out at medium. This was very full. The medium plus. Fullest body cigar he has, he has ever put out, mm. I will say. Even back to his Camacho days? Yeah. Interesting. 
Uh, Davidoff had a slew of new releases this year. You had the uh, Davidoff Special 53 Capa Dominicana, which was a perfecto. That was limited. It's come and gone. Um, I don't know if Salem has any left. Got but eight singles left. But I know in mail order we sold out. Uh, you had the Avo Medoro, which has hit the shelves, Ooh. and that's a, a classic Medoro. There's you know a little bit of that underlying sweetness and a little bit of that peppery spice, so it's like old and new world's meat. So there was an Avo Medoro before, and somebody brought me an old Avo Medoro so that I could have the old one and the new one to see. It was different. And the new one is better, more refined, more smooth. Um, as much as the old one was around longer, it seems like the new one is aged more than the old one, which how, how can that possibly be? Because the old one's been around a long time, but it must be more aged tobacco or whatever. Look at the wrapper of that Avo Maduro. It is beautiful. It, it's it perfect. Is, yeah. Yeah. Um, couple years ago, Avo had the East and West, and this year they'll be releasing the North and South editions, which will be available everywhere. So you'll be able to get North and South above or below the Mason-Dixon yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. They tried that before where they did yeah. it in, the, in the certain areas. So many people have tried that. Never worked out very well, I don't think. Uh, Camacho has the new Camacho Nicaraguan. Uh, Dave smoked it, and you said that was strong. Yeah. And uh, also the Camacho Liberty hit this year, which was a boxed pressed sixty ring gauge. That one, I that one, from a size standpoint, the the Liberties have typically been the eleven eighteen size, which I've always looked forward yeah, to. Yeah, I was a little underwhelmed when I saw it was a sixty ring. Yeah, gauge. and I smoked it. It didn't have the the classic Liberty note, and because you, of it, we passed on it. Do you it think just this wasn't the same as the past? Is there anything to the eleven eighteen size where you have Davidoff who Bought the Camacho company from Christian Aroa and Christian Aroa's mother, which is uh, born on 1118, and he has an 1118 size too. So they never stopped him from using that mm. size. They bought the brand, but they didn't buy his, maybe. Mo his mother's birthday, right? <laughs> so uh, they maybe with, they're going to get away from the 11. They, they had, are going to get they away. They had come out with 1118s. Since the purchase, so uh, yeah. I just think that they would keep that going. Yeah, they they didn't. Altadis has a couple of new releases, one of which we're smoking right now, the Henry Clay Warhawk Rebellious. Um, the initial allotment that we had sold through, we were able to get 10 more boxes. Those will go on sale Monday at twoguyscigars.com. This is more fuller than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Well, yeah, more, but certainly more than the regular. Right, but not Warhawk. as full as it could have been. <laughs> well, that can, it can, of course, it can be stronger. Might be than the this. dumbest thing you've well, ever said more, in it's your entire like, life. So, so Dave's saying it's full. To me, it's medium, medium plus. Well, yeah, I'd give it a six, yeah. not a ten. No, it's at least a seven, maybe an eight. But t taking a four for for the uh, regular mm -hmm. Henry Clay Warhawk is a four. This is maybe a seven. So you're you're saying that this is possibly could it, could it be a ten? Yes, it could. It's two not. points lower than a Neanderthal. Which you said was a ten, two or three points, yeah, not four points. No, just because I said six, you had to say seven. Let's see how the game is played. All right. Hmm. Uh, Romeo and Juliet has the new Blue Band Reserve Real Nicaragua. Um, we, we've smoked a few of those as samples from the rep. Blue is the new orange. Is the new black? Mm. Is the new <laughs> blue? Seems to be very popular right now. Yeah, and it, it pops on the Perdomo, yeah. but we'll get to that later. Uh, they also have the H. Upman and Yeho coming out. Uh, there's no release date yet on that. That's to be determined. 
I uh, haven't had a chance to smoke one yet either. And uh, also Onyx is coming out with the Bold. Strong Onyx. Just scary thinking about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it'll be darker than the regular? It can't be. No. <laughs> Fratello has uh, a few new lines, all of which happen to be bundled cigars. So you got the Fratello Arlequin, the Fratello Blue, and the Fratello Camo Series. And I'm, you know, they got the that Blue one's Series. Hard. That B one's hard to see. BLU. <laughs> the Camo, uh, can't see it. I'm surprised that they haven't had a lawsuit against them for the use of Blue. Mm. Blue. Oh, from the vape people, right? Ah, because he, he spells it B-L-U, too. Yeah. Mm. Not the color blue. Ah, you don't want to mess with those guys. Just a heads up there. Uh, Fuente J.C. Newman, uh, Fu on the Fuente side, Fuente's coming out with a Hemingway Perfecto, which is a head scratcher since aren't they all Perfectos? They are. Mm. Short story, bestseller, classic, signature, Every untold one of story, them. all now, of them. Here's my question. Will the box on this one say Hemingway? <coughs> Correct. So you know the deal that happens with a Toro Fuente, Hemingway. They got to pay. They got to pay. Yeah. But not a Toro Fuente short story because it's not Hemingway short story. We, You know, uh, in the shop, you refer to it as a Hemingway short story, but it but doesn't say not, Hemingway say anywhere on the box. <laughs> yeah. So there's no royalty. It happens to be their biggest seller. Mm. Right. Very interesting. And also, J.C. Newman's coming out with a very limited edition Yagua. Uh, a lot of people ask me if that's going to be available online, but it's a thousand boxes in total. Um, so I don't. I think that might just only wind up being in the stores because we're yeah. only going to get like the American mm. only a couple yeah. boxes. Yeah, this is wrapped with the leaf, wrapped with a palm leaf or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's put in the mold wet, so every cigar is not uniform in shape. They're but, all but, similar, but you could tell there's little discrepancies. But, on, but I don't think it's in a mold. I think it's well, a, right, Yeah, you're right. I yeah. misspoke, but it's in a leaf. And which is what they used to do before. Uh, torpedoes and stuff were made with a piece of newspaper and right. stuff. That Just twisted tight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Aganorsa released the JFR Lunatic Torch. Uh, that came out a little bit earlier this year, and it had a brushed foot, they called it, but everybody else refers to it as a shaggy foot. Yeah. Um, it comes in a 52 ring, a 60 ring gauge, and a 70 ring gauge. And then they also followed up the release earlier this year, the Aganorsa Leaf Supreme Leaf with the Toro version. Uh, that came and sold out in a blink of an eye. Yeah. That was very limited. And uh, later this year, they should be releasing the Casa Fernandez Anniversario. Yeah. Uh, you know, General General Cigar has three new lines. Um, they have the Macanudo Inspirado Green, which follows up on the red. They have uh, the Cohiba Royale, which I happened to smoke a few weeks ago. Really? Very expensive cigar. Did not smoke to the price point. Is that a fifty dollars cigar? It, no, it was. I think it was like thirty five or whatever. Okay. It wasn't as much as the Spectre. Yeah, Spectre. The Spectre. Was, yeah, but to me, it didn't smoke to. Is that the, price. the Connecticut one or? Uh, it was darker than in Connecticut. Right. At least I think it was. Um, I only had one, so yeah. yeah. And also the Punch Knuckle Buster, uh, which I've also smoked, and it's your run-of-the-mill punch. All right, we got lots more to get to, but let's right now get take a peek into. Do I dare say this? The Asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. 
Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. <laughs> what happens in Vegas doesn't always stay in Vegas. A masked man had the balls to rob Deja Vu Love Boutique, but it's not what you think is he stole Moby Dick, a three-foot-tall, 40-pound dildo. Witnesses said the man shoved the dildo into his back seat before driving off in this cockamamie caper, leaving the store display with a huge gaping hole. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. You're very proud I'm of yourself. Back. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> he was giggling. He yes. was giggling during the he intro. He amuses himself. <laughs> he amuses himself, which is great. Now, did you work on that for a month, or that's just normal that, prep time? That normal prep time, I wait for something that came out. This happened on Monday, mm-hmm. so it's fresh and new. Yeah. And who doesn't like a dildo story? We Dave. <laughs> uh, we are smoking the Henry Clay Warhawk Rebellion. Rebellious. Rebellious. Um, I'm going to tell you it's a pepper bomb. Yeah, it's more pepper forward than I was expecting. Uh, with some hot pepper, the dry hot pepper that you put the flakes. On the pizza. You, exactly, right? Yeah. So add pepper, put some, some of that on top of it, uh, and I'll lick the top of the pizza. <laughs> And you're getting that. Room, you gotta, you room gotta, temperature or hot out of the oven? Hot out of the oven. Okay. It actually melts with the oil and makes mm. it even more spicier. So it's, I'm saying a seven in strength, but it's a 10 in flavor. I mean, it's way up there with a lot of flavor. Aroma notes, you know, as you as you just uh, breathing it, it's spicy as can be. I didn't retrohale this thing. I don't no. know. I'll, I'll wait a little longer, although it's going to hit the middle point. It's going to probably bubble up. It's smooth, though, the retrohale. Really? That red pepper is a little bit enhanced, but it's not rough, of course. It's smooth. Jonathan's shaking his head. You're not getting me on this one? <laughs> yeah, I'm not I doing also it. Got a little, because a little it's kind of licorice. You're not doing it because it's kind of too full-bodied for you, and it's up there in a seven, maybe close to an eight now as, as it's building in strength, no. right? No, no. If, if it's no, a, but it's if peppery it's, as hell. If it's, and I don't a five, wanna... if it's a five or six, then you got no problem with I it. I never said five. I All said right. it's a solid six. I'm just not I don't seven. Wanna, getting to an eight. I don't want to put this level it's of building. pepper through my nose. Unlike a cigar that starts off strong and then calms down, this started off and it's building in strength a little bit. We may be at six point five now. Well, All right, so he's coming around. Yeah, I mean, I got a little maltiness at the beginning, but now. The pepper has stomped. Yeah, the pepper has become the predominant note. Yeah, no denying it. So this is what I had a buddy of mine come visit me yesterday, and he says they all taste the same to me, and I was trying to get into it with them, but I only had four of these cigars, so I couldn't, you know, I I didn't know it was peppery anyway, but I wanted to let him try, okay, now don't don't tell me whatever mild cigar we were smoking, now smoke this, and then say, oh, they're not all the same. That's what I got to do next time he comes up. I got to have a one, two, three type of thing and say okay that'd be a good good thing they all taste the same to you three yeah. completely different cigars from each other and they, they don't give him a brulee and tell ask him if he can taste the sugar on the tip and then you're all set <laughs> when are those coming in uh september end of august beginning of september yeah with the brulees with the dip with with added sweetness yeah it's in a pack called stfu yeah which is shut the fuck up yeah thanks we all knew that yeah <laughs> All right, let's take a break. When we come back, despite FDA, more new cigars are coming out now or very soon. The deadline to file is 39 days from now, so I expect each and every one to arrive before then. 
So when are these cigars going to come in? My guess is within the next 39 days, we're going to have everything. Let's see if I'm right. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, 
The Padrón Family understands the significance of time. Padrón delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padrón recipe was born. The Padrón mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padrón Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padrón Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Got Jason Wood from Miami Cigar and Company and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back. We're smoking the Henry Clay Rebellious, a new Rebellious cigar hitting the shelves uh, probably on Monday. And uh, this is before the FDA drops the bomb on the cigar industry. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, This is a, uh, I would say, if you say mild, medium, or full, I would say more to the full than medium. Medium plus? I'll give you medium plus. Yeah, medium plus. And and high on the the flavor note. Uh, This would be a winner. This cannot be Cigar of the Year. It cannot no. be a contender for Cigar of the Year because it's so limited, so it, it falls short of it. Um, I know last year we had the Henry Clay uh, Warhawk on as a contender for the Cigar of the Year. This would be a contender also, but um, they say, no, we're going to have this as a limited release. Why would anyone come out with a limited release in these times? If you're going to go through this substantial equivalency effort, just Put the cigar out. See, yeah, why would you even call it that? See, I think the limited release works for this because the Warhawk's, what, two, three years old already? And no, it's, it's only a year old. No, then. it's more than a year. Is it just a year? It, it's just so. a year because it was a contender last year. Okay, so it, it seems like the the attention has waned a little bit. So by bringing out the limited edition, you bring attention to the True. Warhawk again. But would if somebody's smoking this, would you say, well, you'll like the Warhawk too? I really like the Warhawk. But this one's up there. I, I think it's a real good cigar, but we're going to see as, as it goes further. Is it too full-bodied for my taste profile? I think it's a, a different customer. That'll give you. But I saw people that <coughs> purchased, you know, they purchased a Warhawk when it first came out. And when we got our initial 10 boxes, they purchased a Warhawk again, and they had it for a few oh. months. And they also took the limited edition. Okay. So it created a renewed interest. 
Different cigar. A totally different cigar, yeah. 100%. Uh, it is spicy as can be. But, okay, let's move on to uh, new cigars coming out. What do you have, Mr. J? Uh, well, from uh, Perdomo, and we, we smoked it uh, when he was up, the Perdomo Reserve Sun Grown and also the Perdomo Reserve Maduro, which uh, we'll be smoking. In the, in the second hour. One of those in the next hour. Yeah. Both have to be contenders for Cigar of the Year. My God. Can, That's never happened before. No. Could they both be uh, contenders? It, it happened with La, La Galera. We had a Connecticut and the Habano. Yeah, it did happen. Oh, and the Connecticut yeah. ended up beating it out. All and right. Listen, we're struggling to get cigars that are not limited releases and that are that are legitimately new. Yeah. It well, may, it may have it, to be it, both. In fairness, this is La Tradition. Him telling you that he performed name change doesn't mean a damn thing. That those the new Perdomos are the there's some subtleties that remind you of Perdomo that identify that factory, but it is a departure from his traditional. Something, something it's very different. Yeah. yeah. So you say Perdomo's a Perdomo, which is not the case anyway. But no, you end he's, up he's reached out to a new audience with this, I think. And we're going to smoke the Maduro. Heads up, we're going to smoke the Maduro in the second hour of it because I smoked a Sun Grown on the, on the show because his Maduros tend to be too full-bodied for me. Later that day, I smoked the Maduro version of it. That's why we're going to smoke the Maduro. I know maybe Barry and Ed smoked the Maduro of it. Yeah, me and yeah, Jonathan yeah. smoked the Sun Grown. And then I smoked the Maduro, and I said, this is a damn good Maduro. Now, you've been watching me lately. I've been smoking nothing but Maduros. We had the Maduro show that was mm. on there, and I've been just going through Maduros and took a new love to them on certain ones. Some of them, no, it's just too much for me or something, but this is one. We'll get to that later on, but let's get to more. So Rocky Patel has the Rocky Patel Cigar Smoking World Championship Cigar, which already has arrived, but yep. it still qualifies. It's a new cigar. Uh, his Quarter Century by Rocky Patel. Yep, that's coming out soon. And, and, and coming to twoguyscigars.com. So. Yeah. Now, his something that I've noticed with his stuff is if it says Rocky Patel on it, it seems to do well. And if it's such and such by Rocky Patel, with the exception of Java, Java by it's Rocky true. Patel, it, it just seems to be a failure it's from true. a name standpoint. Or it, it's almost, it doesn't, I don't know if he ends up saying this deserves to be Rocky Patel such and such, or this is not quite there, so this is going to be such and such by Rocky Patel because it seems to be a, a lower quality product when it becomes by Rocky Patel than a Rocky Patel. Um, that, that has to be different with the quarter century by Rocky Patel, which I did smoke a, a single of that with a paper band on it as a sample, wasn't ready. Um, it seemed like a very good cigar, and we bought into it without seeing the final packaging of it. Again, it's 25 years for him, so... Yeah, you uh, got to do the right yeah. thing. Then you have the Rocky Patel Grand Reserve, which there's uh, no information as far as the launch on that. You're thinking within the next 39 days. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if that's the case, then within the next 39 days, we should also see the Rocky Patel Winter Collection. So Ed brought back a sample of the Winter Collection. I was like, are we carrying this? And he goes, smoke it first. And I smoked it. The original winter collection that had that huge cult following yes. had a Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper. This uses a San Andreas Mexican wrapper. It's not even close to the same cigar. Right, different cigar. It was, all due respect to Rocky, it was disappointing because I was hoping for that original winter cigar. Yeah. And yeah. this wasn't it. It's not the same cigar by any means, no. Uh, Don ba Barton Tobacco and Trust will release the Sobre Mesa Brulee Blue. We don't know if it's going to be sweet-tipped or not. 
Mm-hmm. It's a tweaked blend of the original blue release. The next one is interesting because it's Sober Mesa Brulee double sweetened tip. How can you double something that you're not doing? Is he, by that name, is he admitting that he sweetened it? No, because no. he's coming out with the FU one. Yeah, which it's going to be part of the shut the fuck up package. The the claim is he's got the real one that's unsweetened. Then some have just a sweetened tip, and others have the double sweetened. It's a four pack. It's four pack. So right. one of them you get two of one, but you don't know which one. Right. It's going to be fun. We're going to do like it. The it. unfortunate thing is that it launches on the day before our anniversary party, and we got too much going on because I would have loved to had a spectacular. Event fun. around it or yeah. something, but it's just the day before you you know you've been through it. It's crazy. Uh, and then there's also the Mikarita Tricky Traka four by forty eight line extension, which is the same size as the Pequena Pequena in the regular blue label Mikarita line. Yeah, and by the way, our anniversary party finally is sold out. Mm. Finally, we're sold longest out. time ever. Longest to sell ever by. By a long, <laughs> long shot, um, and a hundred less people. Hmm. So, we, oh right, because yeah, the venue wouldn't accommodate. We decided to do it anyway, and they were happy to hear that. Usually, yeah. they want as much as they can get to, but we all have to accept what it is. The unfortunate problem is the prize stayed the same at thirty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> so, divided by a hundred people less. Uh, this is going to be one of those uh, painful. Yeah, this, yeah, this is <laughs> this is uh, not a profit. Happy making. anniversary, yeah. Dave. <laughs> do, do the math on it. Isn't it interesting? Our twenty fifth anniversary, we lost a fortune on because we gave away the farm, the silver bars, and, yeah. and the Rolls Royce. Mm. And this is another one we're going to lose a lot of money on it. But happy to happy to do it. Uh, Drew Estate has the Acid Twenty Toro, which has already hit the shelves. And the Deadwood Leather Rose expected. Uh, Which we've gotten in into, guys, uh, cigars.com. We've gotten two 20-box shipments, and two 20-box shipments have gone out the door. Hmm. Uh, we're waiting for so Drew. 40 boxes. Yeah, so we're waiting for Drew Estate to get them back in to it's send funny. them back up. I didn't up. see your review on that one, Barry. We're selling them by the box, and I didn't want to buy a box. Um, that's the same as the um, Betty? Yeah, it's the same portfolio. Fat bottom Betty. Fat bottom yeah. Betty and all those. It's hot. It's hot, right? It's very hot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Roma Craft has the Roma Craft Tobacco Craft 2020. It sold out. And sold out. And, uh, and minutes or hours? Or minutes. Minutes. <laughs> Less than an hour. And, and we got a lot. We yeah, got we got like 140 minutes. boxes. Yeah. 130 boxes and 10 bundles. Okay. Hmm. Then there's the Cro-Magnon Grand Perfecto. It's a new size. Expected... Uh, in the next 39 days. Uh, the Intemperance Whiskey Rebellion Tarred and Feathered. Which is, a, which is a size extension of the, uh, the Intemperance line. Okay. Why is it tarred and feathered? Is that is it, it ties into, barber pole? It, it, no, it ties into the, the whole uh, Whiskey Rebellion movement. All right. I'm going to have to read up on that. And I had a blank spot there. You see the little blank spot that's written there? There was something else, but I don't think it's happening. Skip. I know you're listening. There was uh, something uh, something to announce there, but it, it didn't happen. Hmm. You got the Foundation Cigar releasing the El Buense five-year anniversario. Five years for him. Imagine mm-hmm. that. That was a fast five years. Yeah. yeah. It took me four and a half to get the El Buense. <laughs> I'm glad you brought it back as El Buense because I can say yeah. it. 
But uh, five years. So congratulations to five years. That's that's the hottest part of the cigar industry. Mm. I, I promise you it's going to get easier as, as time goes on. And another five years, you'll be an overnight sensation. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Miami Cigar has the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. Which was actually debuted two years ago at Pro Cigar. And they said it was going to come out. And it still hasn't come out. And it's supposed to come out this year. But when they did they the got one, 39 days. But when they did the 107 Maduro, they announced it. And it didn't come out for three years after the announcement. It's, so, a, it's a Dominican thing. Yeah, it's a Dominican <laughs> thing. Yeah. Toscano has a new one. The Duencento. D U E. I'm just kidding. I'm not spelling it. G D U E C E N T O. This is a full size cigar, mm. and it looks like it like you expect a looks Toscano like a, to look a blown out Toscano. It's, yeah, it's, it's thicker. It's big, handmade. Um, I enjoyed it. See, it's Italian. I, I like them. It's the Italian word for centennial, so it's a hundredth anniversary. Yeah, but it's really what four hundred years. Well, maybe it's four. It translates to four hundred, yeah. four fourth centennial. Why don't you go take is. a Spanish lesson, come back and let us know? Well, how it that would went. be Italian. They're an Italian company, dumbass. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> dumbass. Barry's back. <laughs> United Cigar announced uh, repackaging on all Bandolero, where the the and then there's also the Bandolero series. I don't know what that's about, but there's four sizes. So they, they, it was pack two and pack three, which is what we always carry in the country. It's just pack two and pack three. It's so weird. There's a pack two and a pack three. Why not a pack one and a pack two? There is a pack one, but that was a European cigar only. Mm. So now there's going to be the pack one, but these are coming out as series, leaded series, mm. uh, A, N, and whatever. I forget what the letters are. And it's very complicated. It's going to be less complicated. Oh, That's good. the idea of it, that you're going to be able to understand this. The packaging on each line is going to look different, and the secondary right. band that's going to be there. So they're trying to make it so we can, we can that, understand. That'll it. be helpful. Yeah. I, I'm sure Jonathan spent a lot of hours explaining to people yeah. what all the differences are. Yeah, just smoke this one and shut it, up. It's got <laughs> a little um, um, Cuban-esque look to it. Mm. Uh, and there's a new firecracker set for November, which we could not get the information out of Oliver. A new one? Uh, the information I've been told will be out soon. How soon? He's got 39 days. I mean, I'm interested. As am I. All right. I have my ideas, Ed Sullivan. We can talk after the show. Yeah. Well, we have- Turkey cracker? We have one that Barry can announce a comeback that's going to happen Monday. Yep. The Predomo firecracker is- Back. It will be on sale at 10 a.m. on Monday at twoguyscigars.com. This Monday at 10 a.m. And, and instead of a thousand boxes, it's 480. I know you think it's 500, but it's 480. Okay. Are you holding back 20? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because this is the end. Yeah. This is the end. And, and there, we, there will be a. Um, not a firecracker shape, but that size will be available to Tricky Tracker. They're coming out with something in that size profile because people say Tricky Tracker tastes different than firecracker. And he said, do you mind if I put that, which is very nice of him because he can do whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. But do you mind if I put that size without the fuse and come out with it so you can look forward to a Tricky Tracker that looks like that. Mm -hmm. But we're going to have a little little uptime to sell um that cigar, which is going to be um, later in the year. Hmm. Yeah, because the Tricky Tracker is not the same blend as the Firecracker. Is what you say. 
I know this. Okay. So an interesting item of note on the Perdomo firecracker, Dave, you usually limit people to two boxes per address per person. Uh, you're doubling that. So you'll be able to get up to four boxes this time around. Yeah. Hmm. Could go quick. Could go quick. Could not go quick because we just went through a thousand of them. Right. Plus, everybody's buying the new Perdomos that are out there, the sun-grown in the Maduro. How much Perdomos can you possibly go and through? Of course, you've got no idea. Maybe people only buy two anyway. Maybe. What, what, end, what ends up happening? So it's a limit of two. Do the majority of people buy two or they buy one? Uh, majority buy one, but then you get one guy who tries to buy 10, and then you change it to two, and then he calls up complaining when he gets the order. I ordered 10. How come I only got two? I said, well, it said limit two per person. Yeah, click anything you want. Yeah. So have your wife order. Well, has her to be address. Her address. Ship it to your mother's house. <laughs> There's ways around it. <laughs> what the re- And the reason being is we don't want somebody to buy 10 and then it becomes a secondary market of people overcharging for it. If you're interested, Monday at 10 o'clock Eastern time, go to twoguyscigars.com. You can't do it early. It won't be there. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it shows up at 10 o'clock. Click the button and buy one, two, three, four, whatever you want to buy, up to four. But it's not for you to mm-hmm. buy and to resell. We sell cigars for a living. You smoke cigars for a living. Mm-hmm. Buy, them, buy what you want. And if you only want one, just buy one or none or singles or whatever you want. But uh, don't buy them to resell them. That's not the idea. And here's a little secret. We're a little impatient when it comes to it. So they might be up at 9.55. So oh. you might, might be able to get them a little bit earlier. All right. So you made Pam smile now. Mm-hmm. Dave makes her sad. You make her happy. <laughs> All right. Uh, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's it for... Um, what do you got for the, uh, the calendar of upcoming shows there, David? All right. So next week, we are talking Lanceros. We're smoking Lanceros. We're talking Lanceros. They are perceived as great. The fact is they sell like shit, but they're perceived as a great product. We're going to smoke Lanceros. We're going to talk about them, where they come from, what's the deal with them, why the allure of, of um, Lanceros, and we're going to get to that. Also, moving ahead, and those people that are part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, you're looking at the cigars you got, and if you're on the regular care package, you got four cigars. They're labeled A, B, C, and blank. And that was supposed to be D, but these guys labeled 4,000 cigars. <laughs> and we were like, after 3,000, we were like, fuck this. We so, ain't doing D. So the, you don't have to do D. <laughs> D is assumed. Is assumed D. Uh, and it's a blind taste test that's going to go on, and we're going to perform it on the show, um, A versus B on one week and C versus D on the following week, or C versus blank, whatever you want to call it. Don't smoke these cigars beforehand, and I know people end up doing it, but they won't this time because they have no idea what it is. Yep. And in the bag is a piece of paper that tells you how to vote. Don't ask me how to vote. Don't throw out, take the cigars and throw out the bag. Pull out that piece of paper. It will tell you how to vote. Barry, I'm not getting one, so can you tell me how to vote? Yeah, I'll make an exception for you. Thank you. Now, this is, we are going to have you vote which one you like better just for fun so we can move on to the next month and you're going to get E versus F or E versus blank. And I'm going to go with E versus blank. Yeah, that will be the winners of the other two, and then we'll tell you what everything was after the fact. You can't have another blank. It'll be chaos. Yeah? Yeah, you know, you got to put the F on. All right. Yeah, everybody will look at that and go, oh, the blank one made it through. 
Ah. You're going to have to. going to have to. There's only two in those cases. And then if if D ends up winning, blank ends up winning, do you put, make blank D and they say, wow, I never got a D before? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't. If blank ends up winning. Why is it so confusing? (laughs) If blank ends up winning, you've got to stick with blank. You can stick with blank. Yeah. Okay, but cool. you can't have two blanks. No, because then you'd be telling people that Which blank one won. Which one won? Yes, you can't do that either. Yeah. No. no. Bl- blank and F. Blank <laughs> became F, and F was the winner. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's interesting. I'm confused AF, and, <laughs> and I don't, how and I don't mean not- a Toro Fuente. <laughs> now, the, the reason being, and we will have that fun of which one do we like the best just for fun, but the idea is we're going to smoke the cigar, we're going to talk about it like we do every day. Yeah. We're going to, you know... Talk about the tobaccos that are inside of it and the flavor notes that end up happening, which which should help us when we taste that cigar again because we'll have smoked it the week before, and and now here we are smoking again. And you say, well, this was A, and this is why because it was peppery. You know, say you ended up having this this Henry Clay uh, Rebellious that we're smoking, and you know it's peppery, and mm-hmm. and the other one was creamy. And you say, oh, the peppery one won, and now you, st- you know, hopefully you're going to start picking up characteristic notes of what this is. I'm going to say it's not going to be this because I know you, and you wouldn't have the cigar in there twice, back to back. This is p- called playing the man. And this <laughs> is what we do. Also, lots of questions ha- end up happening during it, and uh, I did pick these cigars out originally. But it was probably two, three months ago. I don't even remember what they are, to be honest with you. When I light it up, maybe it'll come to me. I I certainly can go back and ask. Did you know what they were? Did you ever see it? No, they they did it on the other side of the the back room, so I didn't And as you know, Barry doesn't get up. No, I don't get up. (laughs) And you had Pete and Ed's son doing it, and Ed's son is a lot like Pete. Really? Oh, yeah. So he's awesome? Yeah, talks Really? Yeah, him and Pete, I go home with a headache. Wow. And I love them. Don't get me wrong. All right. So anyway, it's it's something weird. It was like the bingo game, and here we're doing something else different. Uh, this we're in our eleventh year, folks. We've got to come up with some some different stuff as it as it goes on. We can actually say those cigars were prepared with child labor. Ah, he's sixteen. He's not a child anymore. He's uh, almost a man. He's got a license thing to do this thing. It's a, he works with the father three days a week, and there's mm-hmm. so so much rules to it. But anyway, uh, hey, I'm doing a, a podcast this Sunday I want to mention. It's called The Professors, and it's a podcast with Carlito Fuente and Jose Blanco, the Mirafelds from um, – they're the Mirafelds from um, Cameroon. Cameroon, uh, Africa. Yeah, you're right, now that you mention it. Yeah, um, and um, they ha- they've had um, – Ernesto Carrillo and, and um, you know, lots of different big names in the cigar industry. I can't believe I got to call him on it to, to end up doing it because. Well, you're the podfather, so you have to be I am not the podfather at all. <laughs> but um, they want to start bringing in retailers and talk about retail. And, and Do you have um, any dildo stories you're going to bring with not you? Not at all. Not no. at all. So you want not. me to write an asylum for you? Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, but it's going to be interesting. It's this Sunday. 
at two in the afternoon Eastern time. The professor is out there on uh, YouTube, Facebook, or wherever, wherever it is. I actually had a hard time finding it myself, but it's out there. And uh, we'll we'll see what we're going to end up doing. I think it lasts about an hour long. It's not one of these marathon yeah, things. I predict uh, no less than two and one half hours. No, you. no, no. It's one hour, they said. So final thoughts here on the Henry Clay rebellious. Um, it burns slow because I got mm. plenty. Barry's yeah. down. He's, he Barry got down the most. the band, and the band stuck to the rapper a little bit, so. Uh, I like it better than the original Warhawk because the original Warhawk, why it's loaded with flavors, it's a little too mild for me, and I'm sad that this isn't going to be a regular production smoke. I would say this is a. Did you say what the blend was? Is this Nicaraguan? Uh, it's a Nicaraguan Habano wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and filler, sure, and it's, it's aged. Uh, it's four, it's a four-year aged wrapper. It's a no, Nicar uh, Nicaraguan pepper bomb. It's very good. It's up your alley. It is. And you can't get it anymore after Monday. That's it. It's coming in on Monday. It'll go out on Monday probably too. Yeah, 10 boxes. They'll be gone. And no bullshit on the wrapper either. This is an old wrapper. That's mm. a thin, thin combustion line. They're not making that up. I love the amount of oils on there. It's beautiful. The wrapper mm. is beautiful. And Habano 1990, uh, 2007. Six, 2016. 2016. That, that's always the love-hate with the limited edition stuff, right? If you love it, then you hate that it's gone. This would be a big thing. This oh, would yeah. be a big seller. How much was this? Uh, nine, $9.79. Well yeah. worth it at that price. Yeah. This is something. You got here, something here, Raphael. This is a good one. Uh, a little too strong for me. $9.79, and the box is one seventy two ninety. Yeah. Definitely worth grabbing one of those boxes. There will only be 10 of them, so... Yeah, they'll be gone, along with the firecracker that's going to be gone, too. Uh, all right, that's it. we got to go to break. When I come back, we have more new cigars, believe it or not, to talk about. As it appears, we will have contenders for the Cigar of the Year this year. So all these cigars we're talking about, we are going to eventually pick six, seven, eight of them to be contenders of the Cigar of the Year. Uh, who will it be? We're going to figure out. And is this the last time we're going to have contenders for the Cigar of the Year? We're going to see. We're talking new cigars. When we return, and it's possibly for the last time, talking about new cigars. We'll see. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal. 
and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room Cuatro Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigar journal let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar 
Pure Authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Hank Kellner and my son, Plas Peter Kellner, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. And we're back with hour number two. We're talking and smoking new cigars as we are just 39 days away from the FDA deadline. Welcome back, everybody. And uh, not my first go around on the next cigar we're going to smoke. Kind of been chain smoking these. And uh, the unique thing of this is uh, at the beginning, as I was looking at the cigar, as he was uh, showing me as he was building it, was the blue that uh, really pops out at you. That not, not a lot of people were using blue in their bands. But uh, as luck would have it, a whole bunch of people are using blue. You see so much of it out there now and more coming out uh, of these cigars that we've been talking about and uh, more to come. What do we have, Barry? Well, today's second cigar is the Perdomo 10th Anniversary Maduro, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Perdomo Cigars. The size that we're lighting up is the 5x54 Robusto, and it's a Nicaraguan Puro featuring a six-year-aged Maduro wrapper. A single cigar will set you back $8.39, while a box of 25 is $174.99, which makes it just $7 a cigar. It's a savings of almost $35 or 15% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. And what we have here is a little post-rolled aging that happened on here, and it was due to COVID-19 that it was four four months or so after the cigars were rolled that the cigars sat there because nobody was able to box them up and get them ready. Um, so it's like getting a box that's already been sitting for a while. Does that have anything to do with, with the flavors and things that are happening there? You're going to know when the second round of these end up coming out that um, they're going to be newer fresh rolled as opposed to uh, sitting around for the while that they did. So the opportunity is now to end up buying these cigars right. because they've been sitting around um, post-rolled uh, in their humidor that they have there in Nicaragua, which is climate-controlled and cedar room and beautiful. beautiful. So uh, here we go. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And we call this the 10th anniversary, but it is the Perdomo Reserve 10th anniversary, right? Is that different than the other Perdomo 10th anniversary? Does that have reserve on it also? Uh, I believe it does have reserve on it. The champagne does. Um, Okay. I would have to double check. Okay. 
Um, it has one band on it, appears to have two mm. bands on it, but he was very smart of how he does this, that they only have to do the work yeah. one time, but uh, the, the way it is here. It's a breathtaking packaging, I got to say. It really, it really pops off the shelf now that it's there with other cigars that we see here. You can see how uh, they did a great job. Uh, I know Arthur Kemper from Perdomo. He's he's a big uh, advocate of uh, what this cigar is going to look like. If you don't know Arthur, he's um, a perfectionist. And uh, did a great job. And I confirmed the Connecticut yeah. Dose Reserve. Okay. Very chocolatey on the cold draw. Yeah. Swiss Miss with the marshmallows, but you, you get tweezers and you take all the marshmallows out. So there's they were mar there. There's marshmallow remnants. See, the cigar reminds me of, uh, of a Cabernet, uh, a nice full-bodied wine. There's some of that that sweetness of the of the cherry of yeah, the you're pissing, grapes. You're pissing Pam Bef off before now. you light it. You're way off before you light it, and maybe it's mine or maybe it's yours. Do you see that the wrapper shrunk a little bit Dude. on the yep, much like mm. Skip Mons mm. that it rides a little bit up, and this could be with that four months sitting there that the, that it, it sat there and did that. I don't know. We're going to light our cigar today with the Drone by Vertigo. This lighter features. Double action, you press the lid down, the button down, the lid pops open, two jets come alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You got easy adjustment, a fuel window, and a flip-out bullet punch, all for the low price of $19.99. That's the drone by Vertigo. That's an unarmed drone, right? It is not armed. All right. Uh, this is an excellent lighter. $20 lighter. Um, it, it seems high-end. And even the, the action as you do it and the quietness of the jet that's there, hmm. something's going on different here. This is nice. You got another winner here. Maybe I'll have to invent a new technology that I talk about. This is the quiet flame. Yeah, quiet flame. Right. You can't call it stealth because they have a stealth, right? Right. But when you're, you're sneaking a cigar in the house and you're not supposed to. <laughs> Because no one will Shh. notice the smoke. <laughs> no, not notice. Maybe take a while before yeah. they notice the smoke, but it won't be as soon as you hit the torch right. on um, um, the regular one. They, I think we only notice because. Listen to the difference. Mm. It is quieter. Much quieter. By the way, Pamela Barron says we're both wrong that the taste is uh, synonym Teddy Grahams. Synonym. Synonym. So it's like Teddy Grahams. It's the same, same meaning, different word. Mm. Is Teddy Grahams only cinnamon? They have, no, they, they have, have both. They have a chocolatey and one. And they have a honey one, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've only had the cinnamon one. Teddy Something Graham. to explore. I would give you chocolate Sounds Teddy like Grahams. a stack authority to different Teddy well, Grahams. The problem with that's a cereal and it's not a snack. No, it's, no, it's a snack. snack. Oh, Teddy Grahams are a snack? Yeah. You don't pour it in a bowl and, and have milk on it? No, but you, that <laughs> sounds like a good time. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> well, I thought it was a cereal. I've been doing it wrong all this time. I thought we decided anyway that cereal can be a snack if you don't put it in a bowl and pour milk on it. Yeah, if you eat a plane. Yeah, yeah. for little kids which that is eat the Cheerios. Which is bullshit, by the way, because you can dunk your Oreos in milk, so you're still having it with milk. Well, you could dunk your individual bits of cereal. But, so as soon as it's swimming in milk, it's no longer a snack? Yeah, I believe so. And it's kind of hard to dip a Cheerio because <laughs> it's so small. <laughs> I believe so. A slice <laughs> of pizza so could be a snack. It is in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, well. It's the best time to have not, it cold right out of the fridge. Not if you pour milk on it. 
Don't do that. Yeah, that would be You're disgusting. You're against milk, by the way, if I, I don't like milk. Yeah. Not a big milk guy. Are you anti-dairy? No, you love cheese. Right? I do like cheese. I'm just not a milk guy. He's a milk dog. We're a milk family, by the way. Oh, we, we know. We all drink milk. I've seen Gianna order a glass of milk at dinner. It's, it's disturbing. confusing. Yeah. Really? People don't go to restaurants and say, and I'll have a glass of cold milk. You are milk. incorrect. Yes, they because do. Because Gianna does yes, that. Yes, they do, and they serve it to her. I Every mean, time. regular people. Wow. How about a breakfast? You go to a breakfast place and you get a glass of milk. No. No, I get, I, for breakfast, I do a glass of orange juice. I've been out to breakfast with and you. And a glass of milk. No less than 100 times you've never ordered a glass of because milk Because I'm with, with you, and I, I know I'm going to get a lot of <laughs> stuff for it, so I don't do it. <laughs> I want one. Chocolate milk? Would you get a chocolate milk in a restaurant? Uh, an egg what are you, or chocolate 12? egg cream? <laughs> egg cream doesn't have milk in it. Does it? Does. It? it does? I forget. We used to make know. them here. Could be made with milk or it could be made with salsa. Salsa? Salsa. I like to say salsa. <laughs> this show is going off the rails. It has. <laughs> We're talking about new cigars, and Gran Habano has a couple of new ones coming out. They have the Gran Habano 20th anniversary. Congratulations to Gran Habano. 20 years. I feel old. I remember when that came out. They also have the Persian King La Contra. L-A-C-O-N-T-R-A. Nicaraguan Broadleaf on that. That's interesting. Nicaraguan Broadleaf. You're going to see a lot of this movement of you can't get Broadleaf, so they're all growing Broadleaf. And like Connecticut was, and all of a sudden Ecuador makes great. As does Honduras. I hear that La Contra comes in two sizes, Oliver and North. Oh, the Oliver and North Contra. (laughs) (laughs) Go back to your dildo stories. (laughs) McAuliffe has a... uh, Name that cigar Maduro, basically, thing they came out with. And they asked, um, I think it was a um, group, a, a Facebook group or something mm-hmm. to come up with it. And they came out with the Ambassador X, which later finding out that they weren't allowed to do the X or something. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the McAuliffe A. There was a problem with whatever word they were going to say with A also. So it's just going to be the A. Um but no. it's not an A size. No, no, no. Uh, E.P. Carrillo, did you smoke this cigar yet? No, I have not. They have a cigar come out called Pledge. Very full-bodied cigar. Is it lemony? Yeah, it was <laughs> hints of lemon. Not hints of lemon <laughs> at all. Blue Band, um, Dark Cigar, his most full-bodied cigar he's ever come out with. It was, I would say, a 9 out of 10 in strength. Um, but I got through the whole thing anyway, and I went on one of those. Um, so it was really a six. No, it's very full-bodied, very full-bodied. Um, this is going to be a big deal. He's, he's coming off a couple of Grand Slams in the past already, Cigar of the Year and Cigar mm-hmm. Aficionado and all this. What do you come out with next? Wow. I mean, he really did it. Uh, here it comes again. Watch for it. EP, for those that like full-bodied stuff, you're talking the Dominican cigar, but I think it's Nicaraguan tobacco in it also. EP Carrillo Pledge. I uh, got lots of other information as, as we get it, but um, I think it's going to be a big deal. You heard it here first. Uh, Paul Gamerian, PG. Remember that brand? Sure. Still out there. 30th anniversary. Gourmet Series, third, 30th anniversary cigar. Uh, HVC. Has a cigar coming out called Hotcakes. Yeah, we'll have them. Uh, they're shipping to us on August eighth. Okay. So from Florida, mm-hmm. three days would be the eleventh. So uh, you could say. How do you think they'll sell? Like hotcakes. Yeah. Uh-huh. That would. You we would get, hope. 
This is a limited release? No, regular release. Regular release. Yeah, potential contender. Haven't even smoked well, it yet. That's why it's potential. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 500 we haven't years had even, anniversary We didn't even have a sample, us. but we're in. Yes. Why? Because of past track record on yeah. HVC. They're killing it, right? Yep. Um, HVC 500-year anniversary selector. We had those limited to 10 boxes per um, store name. So two guys got 10 boxes. Gone. That's bullshit. Come and gone. Should Come and gone. 30. We have three stores. We have three I, stores. Been 40. Three stores plus mail order. Yeah. Mm. The, it seems like they've only been around a few years, but they're celebrating 500-year anniversary. What was the 500th anniversary <laughs> of Havana City, where he's from? Oh, because HVC C is the airport code for Havana City. Ah, okay. And we all know and love Patina because of the coin story. <laughs> and we get to tell that story again coming up oh, soon God. when we receive the Patina Maduro. I've been smoking Patinas regularly. We have them in the Nashville location and online and... Um, not a, not a bad cigar at oh, all. Oh, it's a great cigar. Yeah. Uh, I smoked one the other morning, and you, you go, really? That's what you're going to smoke? As, as I tell you? I, mean, I was really concerned that you were going to tell me the coin story again. because That's what you were worried about? Mm. Um, four Kicks, Kappa Especial. Yeah, I think that was a limited edition they came out with. Casa Torrent, which is the Mexican company that did Tiamo and stuff. Casa Torrent, eighteen eighty, three wrappers, high price cigars. We're talking about eighteen dollar type cigars. Mm -hmm. Very interesting that you know um, people look at Mexican tobacco as, as lower price and things like that. Mm -hmm. Except for when you talk San Andreas wrapper, it has an allure to it or whatever. But um, I'm sure it's San Andreas wrapper that's on uh, on here. Uh, but three wrappers mm -hmm. uh, and high price cigars. So we'll look forward to seeing that. La Hacienda, first growth. Know anything about that? No, nothing about that. Couldn't find anything on that one. Oscar Valadares, the Superfly Connecticut. Uh, something we never carried, but I heard a lot of talk about Superfly, very popular. Uh, this was a purple band mm -hmm. on it on the Superfly. Mm -hmm. looked very uh, mod, yeah. 60s type of thing. Like Superfly, Superfly. Jimmy Snooker. Yeah, just like it. Uh, Rojas. KSG. Yeah, that's no Noel Rojas. He's the guy that uh, his factory produced the kilo. Yeah. And uh, KSG is king of the small gauges. Ah, oh, Ed Solomon's oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got a little chubby over there. Yeah, I'd like the politic <laughs> to maybe doing a little trial run with that. Mm. I'm on board. Yeah. KSG. I'm all in. KGB would have been good. <laughs> King, but king of the small gauges. So I assume it's going to be all small gauges. Yes. Uh, the Arrival. Yep, no, nothing about nothing that Nothing about. And Villiga do, do Brazil. Villiga is a brand that's been around a long time. Yeah. I'm going to assume it's going to be a Brazilian Puro or at least a Brazilian rapper. All right. And that's all we got. Um, as much as it seemed like we had a lot, it's a lot less than we usually have. Mm, it certainly is. And believe me, it's not a uh, lack of digging and digging to try to get this stuff. Uh, just a, a forewarning that I think uh, next year is going to be very, very small. Yeah. Um, it's going to be package changes and it's going to be name changes and things like that. Bringing back old brands, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which I know of a couple already, don't want to be told yet. So hey, Dave. You tell me something and say not to say it. I don't. I got some feedback from the chat room. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, they say, why doesn't anyone mention draw as part of the cigar, a cigar critique anymore? Because they all draw 
like a straw. It's an exception basis mentioned now, right? Yeah. We're only going to mention it if it's a problem. Right. So we're smoking a Perdomo 10th anniversary Maduro. We know they draw test every single one. It's the only department that runs 24 hours a day. And it draws every single time. And, you know, assume that the draw is perfect if we don't mention it. Uh, because we will mention if it, every once in a while we do, I got a little tight draw here and then it loosens up as time's going on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very rare nowadays, unless you're smoking Cuban cigars. And then you got, <laughs> right. Then you'll ma- we'll, ma- we'll mention that it's a tight draw. Back the- in the day, it was very relevant because such a high percentage weren't even smokable, really. This is a great Maduro cigar. Very good. You're going to smoke a lot? And it's very different than anything Perdomo has produced. And also, again, I, I say this because there's so many people that have handed me cigars and say, this is an old wrapper. And then you look at the combustion line, which this is so old, there is no combustion line. There's no black soot. It's ash and then the wrapper. This is really right good. This is how Maduro is supposed to be done, or how I like it at its best. This is how, and and Nicholas told me, believe me, you're going to like this. This is for you. This is the perfect mm. one. You're going to like it. Okay, mm. let's see. And I lit it up, and it was after the show when we had them on. As I a said, cigar well, geek, I've moved. I moved away from Perdomo because just because it's been down around for so long. Mm. You know, I, I've yeah, Why it, would you want to smoke something that's I've awesome it every a, time? I've smoked it a million times, and you know, all right. It's Perdomo. Did, did you but see this it? gave me a renewed interest in their product. Cigar Aficionado put out the hottest cigar brands that mm. were there, mm. um, which selling the best in cigar stores. Um, Perdomo has been not an advertiser of Cigar Aficionado forever. Mm. And, you know, you don't see ratings for them or anything mm. like that. They cannot be ignored any longer. And here they were in third place of the biggest selling cigars. Mm. We It was uh, either Padron and Fuente tie, I believe. Yeah. And in third place was Perdomo. Really, second place then. You got a tie, but no, it's third place. <laughs> yeah, if it's the top five and then one, you're, you're third one and two are tied, he jumps to three, so it's five. But it cannot be ignored. Um, the cigars are fantastic. Lack of advertising should cannot displace of uh, this brand. So there it is. Okay, let's get to the matchup of the week. It's brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair cigars, who would win this hypothetical battle? If you were reborn in a new life, you believe in that? Reborn when you come back? No. Would you rather be alive in the past or the future? Oh. The past or the future? How far back are we going? Yeah, could you pick when in the past? Yep. Oh, if you can pick when, I'm going past. You want to go back yeah. in time. Back How in far time. back do you want to go? I feel like I really would do well in the, the soul era of uh, the late 50s, early 60s. Which is exactly where I, w- where I came from. So yeah. you would want to be born in the 30s so you can enjoy the 50s and the I know 60s you, at the I right know you love the, mu- you love the music, love the of, music. My, of my past. Yeah. That's where I it, it was be. a great time. It was a great time for sure. But you don't want to be there in the future and see. No, 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 no. The future's fucked. <laughs> I tend. I'm I, out. I tend to agree lately. Yeah, I'll go for the past and to be a 20 oh year God. old in the 70s. You sticking around? 
Okay. Wow. Looks blast, like we're going to go to break. Blast from my past. <laughs> blast from my past buying a box of cigars. My goodness gracious. Got to see what's up over here. Um, what do you say? Past, future? You got to go past. I mean, what's the future got to hold? Uh, what a shame that people are thinking like that. That the future is bright. The future, what's the future going to be like? But no. I'm, I'm saying it too. It doesn't look good right now. I think I'll stop in at Woodstock, see what's up there. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be so you're going from there. one pandemic to another? Yeah. Nice. And you're the same? Yeah, I'd want to be like 20, 2022 around the mid 70s. So I want to be born in the you mid 50s. You can just do LSD now if you want. I mean, you. Nah, the, the sexual, stuff they revo- have is- sexual revolution. I was there. But I was in my late teens. But I was there. It was good. It was, <laughs> it was good. He's not going to lie. No, it was good. <laughs> and Charlie Pitaris has a good point. You go back in time, you know what companies are going to do well. So if you buy the stocks. Yeah, you can make money. Yeah. And the future, you may pick something in the, in the future, and then you get there, and there's nothing there. Yeah, you don't know what you're getting. No. Yeah, you just buy yourself. Yeah, I'd rather know what I'm having, right? Yeah. That's, that's a slam dunk there. Uh, after show, what do we got in the after show? The after show is uh, we're going to discuss in your travel humidor. We had talked about the pro tip of where to put what, but we're going to talk about what we actually have in our travel humidor. In the travel humidor. Mm-hmm. And we got a couple of letters to open up here from a, a uh, listener who came by to drop off handwritten notes to us. We'll talk about that, too. All right. That's the after show. Early thoughts here on the Perdomo 10th anniversary Maduro. What do you got? Home run. This is uh, this is a lot sweeter than his other Perdomos, and I believe it's because his filler tobaccos are milder. The, the Maduro wrapper at six years old has peaked, and it's really delivering that molasses sweetness that you expect from a Maduro. Did you know that when we went on the tours in the factory, they gave us cigars with no bands on it to try? These were the cigars, ah. and they just kept asking people, and they kept tweaking it as time went on. And so, so you didn't realize we were doing it, but we were doing it when we were there. Hmm. What do you got here? Yeah, I'm big on pairing cigars, and uh, I mentioned to Nick when you he mean was with here, alcohol when he was here on Father's <laughs> Day weekend that the cigar reminded me of a full-bodied wine, and he said that's what he was going for. And on the Sun Grown, it would pair well with an Oban, uh, you know, a nice single malt Scotch. These two cigars, they're, they're perfect for pairing. Good cigars. And what I would say is uh, generally Perdomo cigars are very fairly priced for the product you're getting. Sure. This one seems like a bargain. What did you say? Seven bucks by the box? Box. Seven dollars on the head by the box. It, it definitely smokes more expensive than that by yeah, it far. Does. It's a great cigar. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the International Premium Cigar Trade Show was canceled this year, but... Some say the show must go on and created a traveling road show. I went to two of them, and I'm going to tell you about what I learned and what might be good for the industry. We'll talk about that when we return. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding. 
the Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range. That's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars. There's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars and the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Certain general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. 
Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back. We're smoking the Perdomo 10th anniversary Maduro. Uh, that's the new cigar today. We're talking about new cigars. Uh, there was no trade show this year uh, for the IPCPR, now the PCA. But some companies out there said, um, we're going to try some things, uh, some travel and road shows. And the first one we had was uh, CLE did it. And they actually did it right here at Studio 21. They brought uh, retailers in here, and they did a presentation of their new products and their old products. They gave everybody a little goodie bag of all their things and went through each one of them, which was a good, nice little schooling sure. of it. Uh, some of uh, cigars that uh, we don't carry, some that we do carry, some that we don't carry, we started adding on because we smoked it and learned a little little about it. It was more one-on-one, which happens when you go to the trade show and you sit down with them, but it's, you know, they may go through 50 people a day, so it's the shorter version. This was, instead of uh, one-on-one, it was one ver- with other retailers that showed up, so it was a little little deeper, more, more in-depth. And uh, I liked it a lot. Uh, Christian flew up, and and um, Tom Lazuka was Tom Lazuka too, and um, in their reps, and they brought a they brought a film crew with them. Yes, they um, did. So they're going to put something together of um, going to these places because it's from territory to territory, basically. And um, I, I believe they went from this territory back to Miami, then to another territory, back and forth, back and forth, and hitting a lot of them. Um, I thought it was great, and um, the second one I went to was at the Burroughs. That's where we do our anniversary party, Haverhill, Massachusetts, um, and that was Rocky Patel, and Rocky Patel did something a little more unique that he actually included other manufacturers too, so they teamed up with a handful of them to defray some of the costs that was going to happen because the function hall and the food and the drink and um, the expense that goes along with that, let alone flying their people in to do it, and they teamed up with Alec Bradley, with Oliva, and with United Cigar. And those four companies got together, and this is on the smaller side of the room, one on each corner that was there, tables in the center with food and drink, and the bar was set up and everything, and you get whatever you want, and you go from one table to table. There's only four tables to go see, and little setups, but here's the new products and and, and promotional deals and things that were offered. So it's kind of like gambling. You can have all the booze you want, and maybe you'll buy more. Maybe. Yeah. We did a good job. We <laughs> um, had a good show. Yeah. They, and I talked to each one of them about it, not to mingle and get the, uh, you know, I don't want to know their dollars and stuff, but how has it been? It wasn't their first one they did, nor was it CLE's first one. So they've been making their way, ways around. I know they were leaving, that group was leaving from us that day, and the following day they were going to be in Connecticut, which is part of New England also, but they broke New England down into a couple of spaces. Yeah. Um so they did more, I think, than CLE did. Um, 
and Rocky himself didn't show up at this one. He was going to be at the next one. Uh, so he's bouncing around to where it is because I looking at their schedule, I'm like, how can they possibly do that? But they have enough people that they could crisscross and have somebody at the next spot. Um, what I saw there is they had appointments set up as opposed to everybody at the same time. Uh, they had two appointments every hour. So, um, you know, two stores would show up and they could stay as long as they want. And then an hour later, the next appointment was doing it and they did it for two days. So they got 16 hours of it. So you would think 32 different yeah. stores ended up showing up in the area. What was interesting in talking to some of the retailers that were there was some of them said to me, this was my first trade show. So they considered that the trade show that they never went to Las Vegas before. And they said, uh, it was very good. I liked it a lot. And I think I'll go to the big one in Las Vegas next year. You got stores that never went to trade shows before. You got, let's call them B and C stores, yep. uh, not the top, top tier that has to go to the shows because we're talking about major buying that happens. And you're going to bring that next lower tier up into the next tier. I think this was actually good for the entire industry. Talking to the manufacturers, they got good orders from some of them that um, they didn't expect. We're talking about a store that maybe purchases $4,000 an entire year that spent maybe $5,000 at the show. So they bought more at the show than they purchased all year because they had that time with them to be able to do that, which normally is the rep coming in and, you know, here's what we have and that's it. They got to look at it and see it all. And uh, they seem to enjoy themselves very much, along with the regular retailers in this area that showed up, the bigger players. They're, of course, going to show up too because it's close to home. Why would you not? And uh, I think it's a, a win across the board. You know, they got to see what their expenses are. But I did talk to Rocky's group, and he said, you know, we spend X amount of dollars to do the big trade show. This was a fraction of what that is. We got a whole different group of people that we thought we were going to get. We are going to be at the trade show next year. And if they these people want to end up going good, but we think this is a winning thing. Not to mention you control the buying for that person that person representing the shop right there there's only the four brands it's not like you they're at the entire trade show and may have blown their load on day one it, it's of their too budget. if there's such a thing as this too much you go to the the regular pca trade show there's so much it's overwhelming it's like going into the into a store there's a million options and you don't know which one to buy yeah, you gotta have a plan going in yeah so uh these people came in there was four options and i would say the majority bought a little from all four or whatever. Everybody got a little taste of what it was. And uh, we have some new retailers that, how many came up to me and said, oh my God, I wanted to meet you. And we, we talked and they had asked really good questions. They want to improve their businesses and stuff like that. So uh, all in all, I think it was great. I hope it, I, I hope it continues. Um, we had talked on the board of the IPCPR when I was on there at the time of regionals. We called them, and it was going to be four or five regional trade shows to do. And, you know, you're talking about people in New England going all the way to Las Vegas. What happens in Las Vegas is, is it more stays the, in Vegas. It stays in Vegas, but like the California people, more of the B stores and C stores will go to the Las Vegas trade show. When it used to be in New Orleans or Florida or things like that, it would be more of the stores in there would travel to there. If they put the trade show in that area, you're going to get a bigger 
amount of people total it happens, but you have to do it five times to pull that off. Um, here you are having um, innovative manufacturers saying, let me try this out. And believe me, it's a big risk. If there were five trade shows across the country put on by the IPCPR, would you go to just one or would you go to all five? I'd go to one because it's the same trade show. Same people that, that agree to go to these five things. They have to do something. That's the thing with, with um, the PCA. You can see that the mod, you just can't continue to do something that keeps dropping every single year and not change it up. And the change up of let, let's bring the consumer in, what does that have to do to help mm -hmm. the retailer and the manufacturer, which is nothing? You have to change it up and, and, and try something, at least try it. So here was somebody who tested it. You got two manufacturers, I think they're the only two that I know of, or that came to New England anyway, that tried it out. I think it was a win. I think it was a win, and uh, I think you're going to see more of it. And if you're a manufacturer thinking of uh, how it is, reach out to those manufacturers and ask them, and maybe they'll tell you some of the nuts and bolts of what it was. But uh, I liked it. I spent money. I spent more than I should have, as I normally do. And uh, I saw the new products. I tasted the new products. I, I uh, well, spent that's the more other thing. time. That's the other thing is your samples haven't been stuck in Las Vegas. They're not. Yeah, shipping the way they would to get out there, so you get a better sample. You get more time to do it. I spent three hours with four manufacturers, mm. so forty-five minutes per manufacturer. What was our average normally? It it a lot quicker than that, right? Ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Yeah, in and out. So uh, it was it was good. Um, all right, let's get to uh, email of the week here. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Brian writes, with respect to last week's show, he would like clarification around Maduro cigars. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed last week's podcast on Maduro cigars, but I left with a bit of confusion. You described three methods for creating a Maduro wrapper, but what's not clear to me is who one tells, how one tells one method was used for a given cigar. I know some cigars, cough, cough, and he lists a cigar here that I'll leave nameless, uh, that is kind of obvious because it leaves a die on your hand. But in general, how does one figure this out? Thanks. Signed, Brian. Uh, you, you can look at the, the burn of it, a bubbling that happens at the end of the yeah, wrapper. We talk about if I get my, uh, the opposite that's official happening Official pointer yeah. here for the Cigar Authority. And you zoom in. The combustion line is the number one indicator. So how thin this line is. And as David said, if there's a bubble, there's something else burning. Tobacco doesn't bubble, it burns. So young wrapper is going to have a very thick soot line, no bubble. This is old wrapper, so there's almost no soot line, but it's burning straight and true to itself. If it bubbled and there was blue smoke coming off, then one could assume that there was something done to the wrapper. And that's the number one. You smoke it. If it feels waxy, there's probably wax on it. Yeah. So wax and oil, uh, all this is with FDA. It all may go away. Mm -hmm. uh, they they what, the, what? So why do they do it? They're trying to make the wrap of the outside look better. It is what it is, and they say, how do I make it shine better? It's pretty dull. So something's putting on to shine, or it's too blotchy. How do I even it out? And then they do some things, some of those things we talked about to even out the color of what it is. And, you know, back in the day, in the, in the 80s, you wouldn't see any of that. Maduro cigars were pretty ugly. 
and that's what they were, but they tasted good. And as time went on, and we saw it during the cigar boom, that all this jet black stuff came out, and um, it shows up on your lips, it shows mm -hmm. up on your hands. Uh, they've improved that process as, as time would go on and do it. Yeah, we used to do it right on a piece of paper. Yeah, if you can, yeah. if you can take the the part of the cigar you're putting in your mouth and you can draw like a crayon, yeah. something's <laughs> happened to that wrapper. This you you get a little staining from the tobacco itself, but it's not. You can you can tell you the can difference. Barely when you see it. Yeah, you can tell the difference when you when you end up doing it. So uh, I, I would say ask your your brick and mortar retailer. You go in and talk to them about it. But unfortunately, a lot of the people that work in stores and even store owners and stuff don't know, uh, don't follow it up. They sell the goods and that's it, and they don't want to dig deep into what this is. But uh, we're not trying to poo-poo anybody that's doing anything. We carry these products that we talk about because people buy them and like them, and that's what they want. Actually, you give them something like this or something, and they say there's not enough strength on that wrapper to mm -hmm. it. That's Maduro wrapper. It's more sweet than it is strong. Right. And that's the, the, the um, difference that, that happens. And when you smoke, sometimes Maduro cigars, the manufacturer actually puts more Lajero in it because – you, the Maduro smoker, think Maduro is strong, so they put more strength. That doesn't mean that they did something to the wrapper in that case. But if, if it came down to it that everybody made cigars the way it's supposed, you know, let me just take this cigar and put a Maduro wrap on the same exact cigar, it would become just a sweeter cigar. Right. Case in point of La Giana, the, the wrapper change is all that happens there. It's the same cigar. What happens? You have a sweeter tasting La Giana than you do of the natural version. If you took a peanut butter chip and a, a, a Toll House semi-sweet morsel chocolate chip and you melted them together, that's what you'd have on this. It's a Reese's peanut butter cup? <laughs> no. It's a peanut butter morsel. Yeah, I wouldn't like it if it was a Reese's peanut butter cup because that's sacrilegious. Chocolate and peanut butter do not belong together. You just pick weird shit to stand on. Like That's, <laughs> that's what your life is about is... Drinking every day and not having chocolate and peanut butter combined. Almost every day. It's a day. sad existence. But he Barry's. watched The Godfather and you haven't. Well, Barry that, is- That's because I'm smart. Yeah. Like, like not dumb. Huh? Barry, is it a peanut butter problem or it's the combination? Combination. I love peanut butter. I love chocolate. I just don't like them together. Right. So you wouldn't, for example, take a peanut butter whiskey and add some Godiva chocolate liqueur. Definitely not. All right. It's clean like enough. a mallow cup? Mallow is the one with the car caramel. Marsh marshmallow. White marshmallow, yeah. chocolate on the outside. Ma Malamar cookie, yeah. No, mallow cup? Never you don't had know that. Nah, never, never had, had, had a mallow cup. One of my favorite all time. Mm. We'll have mallow cups next week. Well, my favorite of all time is, uh, and Eric Hansen, let him rest in peace, introduced me to it, was the Carmelo. Or the, uh, the, the Carmelo bar. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That was a game changer. Yeah. That's an old one. Snack authority. Yeah. Mallow cup in the Camelo bar. We've had the Mallow cup before. We have. Yeah. There's a there's a another Mallow cup, but it's called Mallow cup. Mallow Jesus we had those. Fucking we did? Christ! Can we talk about cigars on the Cigar Authority? We're talking about your taste profile. Continually switching over to the Snack Authority. I'll, and next time I taste peanut butter and chocolate, I'm just going to shut the hell up. All right. Promise. No. It's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, how much? Do you know the song you're hearing now? No. It's 
like the Godfather theme, but it isn't because that would be illegal for us to play. So mm -hmm. it's like the Godfather theme because this is Don Raphael, the Don. Yeah, I see what you did there. See what we did? It's been going on for a long time and you never even knew what was happening because you didn't see the Godfather. See it this weekend. No. Not gonna see it That's ever. what you're going to take a stand on. That's what your thing's going to be. <laughs> Being an asshole and not watching The Godfather. That's what you're going to do. Guilty on both counts. $1,000. I'm interested. Swallow a double-A battery. What the f... No way. Yeah, when it breaks down, the acid would destroy your stomach lining. I don't you, think you it would... You just shut it out tomorrow. It won't break down. It's a double-A battery. It. You could do it. The small uh, one. Laxative chaser. The double-A, the small speed one. Speed that process If up. it was a D battery, Jonathan might enjoy <laughs> that. <laughs> double-A battery. Thousand bucks. No, I'll pass. I would consider a watch battery because I would think you I consider swallow that. Ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars. Double A battery. You did just say swallow it, so I guess there would be nothing stopping me from just sticking my fingers down my throat. Well, you could get it back up. It's too heavy. It'll never come back <laughs> up. It's only coming out. I could do a headstand and throw up. Tie your piece of yarn to it. I'm gonna gag. Pull it up. <laughs> $10,000, Barry, AA battery? No, it's a lot of money. No. I, I had 10000 and I crossed it out and made 1000 because I thought it was too much, but you wouldn't even do 10000 No, not even a battery. I can't, I can't swallow Can, vitamins. Look. What happens if you swallow a battery? Ask Mr. Google that. <laughs> I'll look it up. It's probably a bad idea. Is it? I guess. Okay. All right. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and we have Brian writing in, Fair Trade Cigars. Like many of you, I'm a daily coffee drinker, and a few years back I started drinking only Fair Trade coffee, knowing the positive impacts that it has on family farms and ensuring that the workers are paid fair and transparent wages. Thinking of this the other day, I'm curious about a couple of things. Are tobacco farmers typically paid fair wages by their employers, and are there... Some companies that do better than others in terms of compensating for and caring for their laborers. Is there something equivalent to fair trade in the cigar or tobacco industry in the same spirit that there is for the coffee or chocolate industries? It's called capitalism. Capitalism. That um, there's many people and you can jump ship and go work for another company if you want to do it. And um, in these countries, Dominican and Nicaragua, there is minimum wage things that happen there, and um, they're grateful well, to have their jobs. And I can tell you that in Esteli, Nicaragua, there's a 100% employment. There's no unemployment. Right. Everybody works. And you got guys like Perdomo that ha keeps his people for a long time. Aristides Garcia's. Yeah. 75 years in the industry. Yeah. So uh, batteries typically contain a mixture of toxic heavy metals, including mercury, lithium, zinc, and nickel, that can cause severe damage to the gastrointestinal tract due to their corrosive nature. So, yeah. It's not good. Not good. But does it say go to emergency room right away? No. No? What about <laughs> induced vomiting? <laughs> Doesn't say anything we about We can't that talk either. about the mallow cup, but we can go deep into this battery thing. Just was curious. Yeah, man. I know. The whole thing's curious, and so was the mallow cup. <laughs> what is it? It is. Disgusting. Me and Ed are on the Snack Authority podcast, and yeah. we, we go deep into the snack thing. It's it's part of our thing. We even get yeah. gifts from people with different snacks. We do. Which I left it there for you. You put it in my office. I know. On I purpose? Uh, yeah. I oh, okay. You weren't crazy about that. <laughs> Not really. Really? It doesn't do it for you. No. It's kind of kids' kids snack, kids' candy. 
Um, every year in the United States, more than 3,500 people of all ages swallow button batteries. Those are the little ones. Yeah, That's yeah. the kind that okay. Jonathan wanted. Not uh, wanted. It's not like an M&M. If anyone ingests a battery, yeah. this is from the Poison Control Center. Good. This is what you should do. Immediately call the 24-hour National Battery Ingestion Hotline. Wow. <laughs> they got a thing for this. It, so this, is a, this isn't as far-fetched as I thought. <laughs> if readily available, provide the battery identification number found on the package. That you swallowed. Yeah. In most cases, an x-ray must be obtained right away to be sure the battery has gone through the esophagus into the stomach. If it remains in the esophagus, it must be removed immediately. But most batteries, good news here, move on to the stomach and can be allowed to pass by themselves. Ah. Based on the age of the patient and size of the battery, the National Battery Ingestion Hotline Specialists can help you determine if an immediate x-ray is needed. Don't induce vomiting, Jonathan. Don't. Don't eat or drink until the x-ray shows where the battery is at. So a triple-A, even smaller. AAA is even smaller. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com before the show goes off the rails any further. What? That was valuable information yeah. for the audience. If you, if you eat a battery, you deserve what you get. <laughs> Uh, why would it be in the... I'm not even going down there. <laughs> yeah. uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. I plan on being in North Andover, Mass. at the end of August and ah. will be attending the show on the 29th. What's his name? Uh, his name is Andrew. Andrew, we're going to try to remember your name. What else should I do while I'm in town? Uh, around here, there isn't much, but uh, I know... Get a lobster sandwich. What do you do? A lobster roll and... Yeah, there's plenty people- of food. What if he's in North Andover, he could go to Trevor's house, right? He could. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I found the best lobster roll in existence. It's at Rye Lobster Pound. 20 bucks. But instead of doing it in butter, they do it in a sherry sauce. It's freaking unbelievable. Yeah. You're a fan of the lobster roll? It wasn't until this place. American really? Stonehenge. You could go to American Stonehenge. Yeah. <laughs> Salem, New Hampshire. It's ridiculous. And look at the rocks. It's a rock. It's a nice hike. Could hit Mount Monadnock. Did you ever do it? Oh, you've done it. I've done it. I mean, really, the best thing you can do is go to two guys. Yeah, come here, smoke a cigar, hang out, watch the Cigar Authority, smoke some cigars. Yeah, I mean, he's basically asking people who don't do anything what he Mm, should do. Barry does stuff. He drinks. That's true. Actually, with the whole pandemic, my life exists of fire pits, friend's porch, my backyard. Hmm. Sad. I don't go out to eat because the tables and chairs they have outside are usually these rinky-dinky aluminum chairs. They're not fat guy friendly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they're made out of aluminum, they'll hold you. Yeah, we can't take right. that chance. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you were with me when I broke a, broke a chair in Las Vegas, right? Uh, I heard about it. I was not you with you. You were not there? I wasn't there, no. So I'm, how embarrassing. The whole entire cigar industry is there. I go to breakfast at one of the places in Las Vegas, everybody is there, and I sit in a chair, and the chair collapses. Any video? No, not that uh, I know of. I, I didn't see it anyway, but start oh, my God. And you'd think I'd just put my head down and leave, but I went to the buffet, and I went Yeah, you, you, <laughs> did, you did it right. It's, it's eat, eating shame. It's like, okay. Let me show you so, guys how I work a plate. Yeah, that yeah, breaks the next chair. Dominican Republic. So, what's, what's yeah. the strategy? Plastic chair. 
What's the strategy then? Do you get another chair or you just eat standing up? People come running over to help you get up, but yeah. you can get up, I can get up. Yeah. And I get up by myself and actually pull a muscle as I'm doing it and then <laughs> suck it up like it didn't fucking hurt. And it's so fucking embarrassing. Uh, uh, but it, the opposite happens. I eat more mm-hmm. at that point because I'm so ashamed of myself. <laughs> but it was, a, it was a bad chair, but yeah. it is what it is. What are you going to do? No. Terrible. Okay, it's time for the Classic 3-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. Okay, I have four questions and two tiebreakers if needed. Ed Sullivan is our champion still. Today's August 1st. And the first question is... Tommy, Tommy Minota is a listener of the Cigar Authority. He's always over Facebook posting our stuff. Tommy Minota, he's from Illinois. He's a listener of the show. He used was to born live today. Near the Nashville location. He did. He moved he away. Seen, yeah. He was born today. You know him. I know him. I I think he's he's a bit older than you and I, Dave. I'm I'm gonna go. 1954. 54, he says. I'm going to say 1954 as well. Did you uh, write it down? It's written down right here. Right. I got it written down too. 1954. 1954. Everybody says the same thing. And everybody gets two points. Whoa. Everybody gets two points. Okay. No shutout this weekend, Sullivan. <laughs> You're lucky. All right. Now we're going to get into music, Mr. Jonathan. We got three music questions coming up. MTV begins broadcasting in the United States and airs its first video. Video killed a radio star by the Buggles. It happened today. What year? MTV. Video killed the radio 1979. Star. 79, he says. I was going to go with 79, but I went with 1980. 80. Yeah, it's later than that. It's uh, 1984. 1984 for one point. It was 81. No, you're no, over. He's I'm over. over. You're over. Barry wins. Barry yeah. gets that one. Barry wins at 80-81. All right, Barry, point for you. And it's over to you. Carlton Reinauer. Carlton Reinauer, a.k.a. Car- Chuck Carlton. Chuck D., American rapper, songwriter, who formed Public Enemy with Flavor Flav. He was born today. What year? 67. 67. Oh, it was 62, I'm pretty sure. 62. I'm pretty sure it was 1960. 1960. Somebody has two points. Mr. Jonathan, two points, 1960. Look at Mr. Jonathan. Take yeah, I had no idea, but I thought I'd go in confident. <laughs> uh, one question left. Mr. Jonathan is in the lead, four to three to two, and it's over to... No, it's three to three to two. Three no. to two to, t- three I to, two, to four. two. I have two? four. You have three, he has four. Oh, two. you got two points. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. I forgot how Suck the game's it. played. It's been a long time. So it goes over to Barry. Artvist Ivy Jr. Artvist Ivy Jr. Coolio. American rapper, Gangsta Paradise. 
Any idea who he is? Yeah, guy with crazy hair. All right. Pennsylvania. Uh, born in Pennsylvania today. What year was he born, Barry? 61. 61. No, it was 1964, I'm pretty sure. 64, he says, and he's pretty sure. 1965 for two 65. points. 65. Fuck one. <laughs> uh, 64 and 65 are over. Barry takes the point at 61. It's 63. So it's the tie? Barry takes the point. Yeah, it's tied up. Four it's to tie four to four. two. Four to four to two. So I could tie it up on that. You could, and I got two questions if needed. All right. If needed, if somebody gets this, they're ahead. Yeah, if somebody gets mm-hmm. this, it's over. All right. But if it stays tied, then. All right. It's over to Ed Sullivan again. Cuban leader Fidel Castro turned over absolute power when he gave his brother Raul authority while he went under in, uh, intestinal surgery today. What year was that? That was uh, 2006. 2006. In the year 2000. 2000. I got 2006 written. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck that was. That was a bit that uh, Conan O'Brien used to do in uh, 1999. When I used to so watch both of you guys said 2006. Mr. Jonathan says 2000. Two points. For two people, 2006 is correct. Whoa. And that means Barry is the winner. Six to four to four. four. Jonathan and I tied for last place. We have a new champion. I'm back, bitch. Barry's back, baby. This might be the highest scoring game of all time. It was. (laughs) It was. Happy birthday, Tommy. I know you listen to the show. Thanks for listening. Sharon, that's what he does. He not only oh, yeah. listens, he always shares. shares it everywhere. It is. Yeah. It is. And, and he helps. always says great show even when it's a hot mess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like this one. Yeah, this week qualifies. <laughs> Perdomo tenth anniversary. I say thumbs up. Uh the best Maduro he's ever come out with, and that includes Garofalo Maduro. This is better. This is a great cigar. Very good. It Sec- looks great, it tastes great, the price is great. Second best cigar he's ever come out with. Ooh. I lean toward the sun grown. Of this. Yeah, I gave the Sun Grown a 95 rating on the Cigar Authority. I gave this one a 94. Well, that's more proof that you're wrong. Uh, this is the better of the two. I, I agree with everybody. It's the best Maduro he has come out with, but I like the Sun Grown a little more. I do, too. You do, too. I do, All too. Right. I do, too. So somewhat of a consensus there. Next week, love or hate relationship with the Lanceros. That's what we're going to talk about. Long and thin, perceived by some as great, but some others not so much. Wait wait a minute. You're going to let long and thin go, Barry? Yeah, I'm going to let that one go. All right. But that's the guy we spoken next week. His ties to my first wedding. Really? Yeah. Okay, and we may have a surprise second Lancero. There's been a commitment made. This commitment is made? Well, yeah, but it's not in our hands. It's not yet. in our hands, but he has to get it to us. But he can he can pull that off. We've oh, got a whole I think week. So. so, all right, next week, love a hate relationship with Lanceros. Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible you've learned nothing in the last two hours. But always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.